There's a place here at the table Your coats go by the door You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor I hope you wore elastic Cause your waistband's gonna get tight Take time's done, we're having a night Hi friends Hi, how are our levels? I think our levels are pretty good. We're recording uh, at Sophie's countertop, which we've never done before. We're standing. We've never recorded a podcast standing before. We never recorded a podcast standing before, and I'm like, oh, what if this was the key all along? You know when you go into a voiceover audition, not a voiceover job, because neither of us have ever booked one of those? Am I correct in thinking that? Correct. Um, You never sit. You always stand. Huh. I think they yeah. say like it's way better to stand for all voiceover stuff. You know what? That's that's why we haven't that's why cracked we haven't. the top ten podcasts. Yeah. We've been sitting this whole time. We've been so low energy this whole time. But listen to me, I'm still low energy and I'm standing. Now that's a feat. Yes, now that's really something. And it's perfect time for us to have finally cracked the code because we're sort of maybe kind of saying a little bit of a goodbye to the podcasting element of having a night. Yeah. We're not saying goodbye to you guys. We want we will continue having a night in other forms. We're just feeling like the podcast, I hate to be self-congratulatory. I love it. But we've done it. Like we have, how many episodes have we had? I mean, I, I didn't actually look. I was just, but we've been doing it since January of 2014. Hold on. No, no, I no, was no, on no. our... 19. 2014. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Not 2014. Were podcasts even around in 2014? Were mm, they just starting? I think so. That was back when it was just called radio. Um, but, yes, January of 2019, we've done, we have done a lot of episodes, even, even though we've also taken some very long hiatuses. Yeah, but we're talking almost four years. But I also feel like podcasts are kind of over. Guys, is that crazy to say? They're, they're kind of over. I mean, they're, it's just so oversaturated. There's so many, and so many are crap. It's like any other art form, I guess. And we don't want to be just another one of those crap podcasts clogging up your pod feed. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, we started this as a kind of a stepping stone, knowing that we wanted to be creative partners. Yeah. And this was, a podcast was like the fastest way we could make content and put it out there. It's true. And then we got really used to it, I think, and it became habitual, which was nice, but it became also, you know, we got comfortable, which sometimes for making art is not great. Right. And I think, you know, now it's time to do the hard thing and, and level up. Yeah, level up. Well, I also think we have to remember that, like, we started the podcast and basically a year later the pandemic hit. And, like, the podcast, I'm not going to lie, fully, like, podcast and Chip Hour got me through the pandemic. Oh, yeah. If I hadn't had, A, something creative to do that was actually, like, an output, right, that was like, oh, there are actually other people who are witnessing us making this. Yes. I would have gone completely insane. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for sticking with us through the pandemic. If you were part of chip hour and all of that, I mean, it was a real blast, but chip hour, I feel like that's something that we would like to continue. We just have to figure out how, because zoom is done. Instagram is done. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. it's all done, honey. It's but, all done, baby. Yeah, I mean, live, live theater, it's never done. Literally, my dad, the other day on the phone, you, you know, usually we're speaking in German, and he's speaking in German, and then in English he goes, live is where it's at. 
Oh. I was like, that's so annoying. It's <laughs> really cute. <laughs> well, he's right. Live is where it's at. Live think, is where it's at. I think we just have got the uh, the title of this episode. Oh my God. Yeah. Live is where it's at, baby. Yeah. Having a night live. Okay. So those of you who are in New York, consider this your invitation to the show that we have to make. That's right. <laughs> well, we like putting deadlines for, you know, and... And, and blowing so, right through them. That, yeah. Yeah. So, Okay. Should we do a few, like, hold on, before we do anything, just a quick, like, wine and vinegar? Mm. That's when we never, we didn't say wine and vinegar, did we? How simple. Okay, my vinegar of this week was I was re-drying my granola. So, like, I made this batch of granola, and then sometimes because it's so humid here, Mm. it, like, got a little bit, it gets that chewy thing instead of staying crunchy. Mm -hmm. So you put it in the oven at 400 for five minutes. So I do that. I take it out with an oven mitt, and then I fucking grab the thing with my left hand. Oh, my God. Grab the sheet pan. Fully grab it. Oh, that's why you have three Band-Aids. Yes. (laughs) Didn't even notice. Three Band-Aids on my... I mean, it was so painful. The shock of it. Skin immediately goes, like... Skin immediately turned, like, prune-like. Ooh. Almost, like, just wrinkly, old. So bizarre. Anyway, so... Oh, my God. That was a big old vinegar moment for me. But my wine moment is, remember I was talking about how to cook a zucchini and the idea of grating it? Uh, yes. Okay, so I found my new favorite zucchini recipe. Okay, you grate your zucchini on a box grater. You put it in, you, you um, heat some oil in a pan, put the zucchini in, add spices or, or yeah, just spices if you want, no salt. Okay. Cover yeah. it, cook it for five minutes. Five? You're not shaking it, you're not doing anything. Okay. Five minutes, that's it. Then... Whip a, bun- whip a bunch of eggs. You can add herbs. You can add cheese if you want. I added like half a cup of parm. Um, then you put in your zucchini. Okay. It sort of like cooks the eggs a tiny bit, but not really even that noticeably. Ovens at 375. You pour it into a baking dish. Put it in. The whole thing puffs up so beautifully. And then because of the moisture content of the zucchini. First of all, the distribution of the zucchini is incredible. Like the whole thing, if you cut it down the center, the zucchini is like fully striated all the way through. Wow. And because of the moisture content, it doesn't get that like dryness of a frittata. It stays super, super moist without being wet. Wow. It's like the best use of zucchini ever. Can you write this out and we can put it in the description? Yes, I can. Because I'll do that. We should be doing that all along. <laughs> wow, that sounds delicious. Really good. Well, my wine and vinegar is way less um, informative and educational and interesting, really. Um, <laughs> my vinegar, I feel like I had so much vinegar this week. Just a lot of, not bad vinegar, just like kind of bland, oh, if you yeah. know what I mean. Totally. It's like a shitty, bal- a shitty like cola vita balsamic. Yeah, just like flavors felt dull yeah. this week, just unexciting. I had, I guess I'll say like the most pungently bad vinegar I had was an anchovy on a tomato salad, which I just, you know how I am with anchovies. I'm like, they need to be, I guess, like really expensive. Oh. Can you know what she's saying in that voice? You know, it's like, I guess the expensive ones are better. I just don't like your middle of the road, super fishy anchovy. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, I'm wondering about the expensive versus non-expensive. Cause I do feel like the ones that are packed in good oil. Right. Is that, is that what it is? Very good. The texture is different. Yeah. Sometimes you get an anchovy where like, 
it almost turns to mushy, dusty quality. Whereas like the good ones that are packed in oil should stay like almost whole. They stay like meaty in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think maybe that's the difference. I think so. They're like, they feel fattier, which makes sense because of the oil and like plumper. Yes, exactly. Fresher. Yeah. Which they probably are, you know, money can do lots of things. Tragically, it's true, as we're seeing in the strikes. Yes. Um, okay, so it was, was it on? Yeah, it was kind of laid over the top, so it was fine. I could just take it off, but I felt, I was at a restaurant, and I felt kind of bad being like, I don't want this major component component of the dish, and I also just felt like such a, a loser, someone who, you know, prides themselves on eating everything. Yeah. When I don't want an anchovy, I'm like, this is so so humiliated. It's it is true humiliation. It's true. Yeah. It's um I'm trying to think of like an equivalent. Well, yeah, it's it's like not liking blue cheese. You know, it's something where it's like it's a pungent flavor that is just known to be delicious. Yeah, you just seem like a wuss, I yeah. guess. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you don't like strong cheeses? Yeah, like, oh, you little kid. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get you just some pasta with butter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I only white foods. <laughs> Um, but on the more exciting front, and speaking of the pandemic, my wine this week reintroduced me to some a friend I had not seen since the pandemic, which was my Instant Pot. Oh, wow. You Instant Potted in the summer? Actually, I guess it's the perfect summer yeah. because you don't have to turn on your stove, goddammit. Or your oven. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Either. So it's, you know, it creates heat, but nothing near. So what did you make? I made carnitas. I haven't in so long. It was so... Fucking easy. It's so easy and it's, it's so, so good. easy and so good. And I got, I put a lot of broth in, homemade. As we know, we love the homemade broth on this yeah. show. And uh, I put a little extra in, and then you know, it creates. Since no, if you guys have never used a pressure cooker before, one of the great things is all the flavors are concentrated and all the liquid because nothing is boiling off. Right. So, if you want something that's like more liquidy. Which in this, I didn't know that that's what I wanted with this carnitas, but I ended up with like, I have like a quart of like pork jus, which I just braised some cabbage in, which I know as I was making it last night, I was like, oh, Sophie, (laughs) Sophie, Sophie. Shocked I couldn't smell it from here. Yeah. You didn't wake up to I'm probably sweating it out right now. Oh my God. That sounds so goddamn good. Yeah. Also a porky cabbage. I mean, a Nothing classic. Well, on our episode today, we were going to make our tomato sandwiches. We realized that we've never actually cooked on the podcast, so what better time to do it than our last episode? Let's get some good... We have to prove that we actually do cook. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can watch our videos. Please watch our videos. Yeah, watch our videos. Should we make some more videos? Yeah. My question with the videos is like, okay, how do we do something that doesn't require a shit ton of production, as in... We do, it doesn't have to be the funniest thing you've ever seen. It doesn't have to have, like, uh, you know, a bajillion different angles, but is also not just cooking. Because our, our Thanksgiving video was hilarious, but a lot of work. A lot of work. Which, like, I'm not above working hard, obviously. Yeah. But it feels like sometimes for how much it, it ends up as, it's, like, not worth it. I do think you know we have I mean? to get better at doing more of the post-edit stuff. Which, you know, is like not, not the, uh, what's it called? Final, <laughs> final, final cut, final cut iMovie? or, or yeah. iMovie. Like, I hate to say this, but something akin, if to, if not like the Instagram, the TikTok, you, I think that's the fastest way to create cuts, 
filters, humor, right. you know, Interesting. as opposed to like setting up a camera and saying something 20 different times from three right. different angles. Like, Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. You yeah. think the key is just like use the built in app, mm -hmm. like the video editing built in app. All right. Well, TikTok, here we come. Just kidding. You guys know that's never going to happen. We already yeah. tried it. And <laughs> I wonder if we literally Ari and I opened the app and we were like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Close it. Close it. Close I think it, we've done it. that twice. It was so frightening. It's so fast. It's so fast. And it, it, there's so many buttons that I don't understand and it makes you realize how much we've taken techno certain tech for granted. Absolutely. That's like so intuitive. Yeah. And then I see that and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what the squiggly dot in a circle is. I don't, I, yeah, you know, I couldn't tell you. And I even know. when I click on it, I'm like, what is this doing? <laughs> oh my God. When I first started trying to make Facebook, uh, Instagram stories, I was like, what? Oh yeah. I'm still like, how? I know. I know I'm not doing it right. I know it's taking me way too long. And I just don't enjoy oh, it. Man. What I enjoy is creating things with you. And okay. we're going to keep doing that. So let's create a sandwich. Okay, girl. Our, our ultimate, the ultimate creation. Okay. What have we, we have got? Two tomatoes sitting here. Two heirloom tomatoes that I just bought at the farmer's market. Mm. One is like, how would you describe this? What is that? Rilled? Yeah, it is. It's striated. No. Yeah. It's uh, okay. It's like okay. a pumpkin. Yes, exactly. It's a tomato oh. in the shape of a pumpkin. A small red tomato in the shape of a oh pumpkin. Where, where's your phone? Let me take a picture. Uh, oop, hold on. Phone is gone away. I love your rings, by the way. Oh, Great color you. combination. Kind of a tomato ring. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm it wearing a ring a that's sort of Let a color Let me take a picture tomato. of your hand with the tomato. Look Should at I this. pretend to grab it? Guys, this is how you create content. Um, and the other tomato is like kind of a classic beefsteak tomato, I want to say. A darker red with some kind of greenish elements. God, it's gorgeous. So I spent this morning researching a little bit about the tomato sandwich. Because, mm -hmm. of course, we talk about them all the time. But there are many methodologies. One that I came across was Melissa Clark's. Okay. She has a video in which she cuts the tomato in half, mm -hmm. rubs the entire tomato on one side of the bread. So, sorry, okay, hold on. Toast the bread, rubs it with garlic, rubs the flesh of the tomato all over the one side of the bread. So like it's almost a half, like, a, like a half tomato she's taking. Uh -huh. Exactly, so all you're left with is like a piece of, a floppy piece of skin. Mm -hmm. Then cuts tomato, put it on, puts it on top. On the other side, mayonnaise, and then you can add onions if you want, or bacon or whatever. Close it. So you only got mayonnaise on one side. Yes. So it's almost like pan con tomate on the bottom, mayo on the top. Smush it together. Interesting. What kind of bread does she use? She looked. It's, she was like, oh, you want to use something that doesn't have too many holes because you don't want the juices to all fall through. Yes. So it's sort of like a peasant bread. What does that even mean? Is that... I, yeah, what does it's that like mean? Fake. Like a French bread? No, I guess it's like more... It's rustic. rustic. Oh, yeah. rustic. It's like a sourdough, but without the sourdough. Yes, exactly. But, or with, whatever. I don't know if it has sourdough in it or not, but like a brownish, has a browner hue than a classic French sourdough. Sure. There's texture. Then, but, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You, you researched. Well, well then another one, which I found on Cook's Illustrated mm -hmm. was, okay, you put mayonnaise on one side of the bread, you pan fry the bread that, only on that side yes on the tomato you put on a mixture of um you put on a hat some cute jeans <laughs> what um 
the other half of the tomato, you put on cream of tartar, salt, and sugar. Okay. And then you put mayonnaise on the unfried part of the bread and put the tomato on top, and that's it. I'm very shocked at all these different methodologies with the asymmetry happening here. Sorry, guys. That was loud. Hold on. Here's what I'm curious about. Because the, the cream of tartar is supposed to really, like, bring out the umami of the tomato. Okay, look, but we're I'm doing like, it. What the hell does cream of tartar taste let's like? Let's do okay. a sample with that. So let's, exactly. Hold on. There's this one sad piece of... Please don't cut off your burned fingers. Oh, my God. Shouldn't that be a tragedy? I have no feeling in them. Okay, let's put on just a little bit of cream of tartar. Does it need to, like, sit in it? I don't think so. This just said sort of put it on and... How interesting. What is cream of tartar? Ah. You know how many times I've looked that up? It just... It's just like every single time I look it up, it basically just says it's it's good for baking and for making stiff peaks. Like yeah, but what the hell is it? Who is tartar? Yeah, what cream am I using? <laughs> yeah, and what is it without the cream? Okay, guys, I'm going for it. You put you put on a very small amount. Put more on mine. Okay. Because I can't taste that. I mean, I can't either. It's just a white powder that I'm pretty sure has no flavor. What if it's secretly just MSG? I think a lot of white people would be confused. <laughs> mm. In a good way. Okay. I'm just trying it plain, the cream of tartar. Here I go. And what's crazy is it just says ingredients cream of tartar. Do you think Ew. this comes from like a seed? I don't fucking know. Or is it just a chemical? It's tartar's cream. <laughs> yeah. I it's, mean, if I were I mean, really if- gross, I would be like tartar. Ew. (laughs) It's it's like, it doesn't, I just tried a little all by itself and it just kind of tastes like nothing nothing and sand and chalk. Yeah. Which is why I think it's just like useful, but not, I think it's useful, but not not meant to be tasty. It's a, like a more scientific ingredient. Exactly. Interesting. Which is why they won't tell me what's in it. But what about tartar sauce? Totally different. What's in that? Right. Well, tartar sauce is like... I've never made it. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Cucumber. Is it like... Wow, wait. This is so funny. I'm like, I can taste tartar sauce in my head, but I cannot for the life of me tell you what's in it. No. It's like, I think sugar. There's some like either caper, pickled, something like that. There's green in it. Yes, exactly. But I'm like, is that... Yeah, is that gherkin? Is that caper? Don't think it's a caper. All right. Okay. Celery? No, 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 no. It's no, almost. No. It feels like. Um, is it a chive? Like it almost feels flat. I'm looking it up. What the hell? Dill pickles. Dill, 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 Capers, capers. Lemon juice, sugar. It's funny. Dill is the secret ingredient. I I used a lot of dill this week. Actually, I love dill. Dill. Oh, of course. I mean, I feel like that the summer that we first met. We kept on going, it's dill season, y'all. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Okay, so, got it. Relish. Relish, exactly. That's what I meant by gherkin. Mm. Huh. Fabulous. Oh, my God. I made a green goddess salad dressing last week. Did I tell you this? No. Fuck, it was so good, and it's so easy. Egg yolk. Whoa. Didn't think we were starting there. Okay. Yeah. Egg yolk. Yeah, I think I just used an egg yolk, not the filet. Yeah. Egg yolk, ton of tarragon, ton of chervil. And, like, I added, like, one leaf of basil, um, lemon juice, tiny bit of vinegar, bunch of oil, like, non, um, you know, non-olive oil. Mm-hmm. What's the word for that? 
non, non oh yeah yeah of neutral oil. neutral oil thank mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i forgot what else was in it but it was so good i'm just like oh it's such a easy way to elevate your greens how did you mix it in, in the immersion blender did the whole thing in a in blender, blender. Yes. So can you make manic, can you make aioli with the whole thing in a blender or something oh, with the yeah. herbs? Oh, no, no, no. You definitely can. That's like one of those like kitchen hacks is basically just like put your egg and your, all of your oil in at the same time. And then it's like you stick the immersion blender in, you go and then you just slowly pull it up and you're like left with one gorgeous aioli. That, yes, but, but you made this in a blender blender. I did make it in a blender blender. Yeah. Huh. Well, it was perfect. That's what, that was my question. But it was a small... I was at my parents' house, and it was like they have a, a small blender that goes on the big blender. Yeah. I need that. It was great. It was very good. Okay, wait. Back to our tomato sandwiches. So which of those is most appealing to you? I mean... What do you want? What I want craving? just like plain great. toasted bread, a lot of mayonnaise, both sides, salt, tomato. Perfect. But what well, are you can, doing? Well, I could be inspired... I'm going to, hold on, I'm just going to pause this while I take the bread out of its annoying paper bag. Why? Wolf? Because it's loud. She-wolf. Okay, so what I love about this is, okay, this is a Pullman loaf, Mm -hmm. but done with their, like, classic sourdough dough. So Mm -hmm. the quality of the bread is so good, but it looks like you're just having, like, classic sandwich bread. Yeah, and it doesn't have as many holes as their sourdough bowl. Yeah, or... This one's a miche. Miche. We bought all this bread because we were planning on going up to Millbrook. Ari was going to come upstate this weekend, but instead I have to go to D.C. All right, so let's cut the bread. Wow. Isn't that Foley artist? Damn, that's nice. Oh, 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 oh. Picks. Picks or it didn't happen. How's that thickness? Too thick? Um... I think a little bit thinner. We're okay. working with like, about, what do you think that is? Like an inch and a half. That's perfect. Like three quarter inch, an inch. Yeah. I want to get Less. one of those cutting boards that has measurements on it. You sh- you definitely should. We got to go to Whisk. Oh <gasps> yeah. Um, I got all this stuff from Whisk, and I have to return to it for things, so I have to go anyway. As you cut the bread, I want to describe another tomato sandwich methodology that I read about. I can't remember if it was. On the New York Times or Serious Eats, but it was one, it was not Cook's Illustrated, but similarly like a deep dive into a classic version of something, kind of a historical telling of a recipe, if you will. And it said that like the classic Southern tomato sandwich, you don't toast the bread and the bread should be super mushy. And like, you know, kind of like a potato roll, almost like a potato roll-y, like cheap white bread. I love that. I I like having the, a little bit of crunch. I do too. I mean, but I like, so like sometimes I'll make a tuna sandwich. You know when you go to like a classic old coffee shop and the bread is that kind of like mushy, it almost feels like Japanese. Yes. Um, that like just classic mushy white bread. I love that. But it's like, it gets so mushy and wet that when you, I'm picturing when you use your fingers and like you make an indentation, it doesn't spring back. It just like yes. sinks. Yeah. Yeah, you know? exactly. And then, but then if it's all tomato, it's just like, basically it's all wet. Yeah, it sticks yep. to the roof. Six, sticks to the roof, exactly. Okay, so do you want to toast yours? Yes. Okay. Let's toast it. Nice We're going to toast yours. I'm going to actually have this thick one because I'm going to do an open face. <gasps> Wait a second. Remember how last week on the pod I was talking about, um, woo, how excited I was about that toaster? Yes. I just read a shitty review of it. No. 
on either like Wired or something that was reputable. It wasn't just like a review on Amazon. It wasn't a user review. And you mean Wire Cutter? Wire Cutter or, or Wired, maybe. Sometimes do I they do reviews? Sometimes I Wired. Um, me too. And uh, now I'm having second have. thoughts. Wow. Okay, so what did the review say? I'm cutting the tomato. Should we just slice up both tomatoes? Yeah. And then we can do like DIY. You know, DIY. Let's take pictures. I'm going to do mine open face too. Okay, how thick or thin would you like it? I, I think we should have thick slices. What do you think? You want thin? No, go thick. But what do you want? I don't care. I just want tomatoes in any form always. And they're finally good. I know. We have to stop the podcast because we have to go eat a lot of tomatoes. I wanted to have a tomato dinner and make um, everything obviously would be about the tomato. Oh my God, But let's make do it. like Ghost of Mary um, Bloody Marys, which is where you strain out the tomato water and then spice that and have that with vodka. Uh, Gabrielle that. makes them at Prune. They're so yummy. Great. Okay, Don't worry, I am. It's just hard to pick up a round of a tomato when all of your fingers are enshrined in bandages. I had my fingers embedded a couple of weeks ago, or one of them, and I used, this is so boring, put a bandaid on, but then I put, you know, that like medical kind of tape over it? Oh, yeah. Like over my finger, because that will stop it from getting wet. I know, I keep on thinking about showering and being like, am I just going to wrap my whole hand in a plastic bag? Yes. And don't you also, as you know, a top chef fiend, think about finger condoms? Of course. And I also think about them because when I was in high school, I went through a period of, I had warts on my, on one finger. Oh my finger, God, so did I. And I was not in finger condoms all the time. Wait, how did you get rid of your warts? Oh my God, it took so long. I can't even tell you. It was hellish. I cut the tomatoes to varying thicknesses because I thought then each person could decide on what they want for their thickness. Great. I love that. Um, Choose your own adventure tomato sandwich. Hold on. I'm going to get us a little plates. I, when I had warts, I also had, I had warts, but I also, uh, it was like I had these little things under my eyes. Oh, really? And they were were like. Like milia? Like milia, but not like flat warts almost. Whoa. And they were like. My, the dermatologist I went to was like, if you, this might work in like 40% or 30% of cases if you take a bunch of this random drugstore, like over-the-counter thing called Tagamet, that gets rid of it for some people. Wow. And oh, yeah. I mean, I did it and it worked. So you didn't freeze them off or no. anything? I was having mine frozen off, dug out, heated off. Like it was literally, it was, it was like an excruciating, like 10 month long process. And of course I was like a freshman in high school. So I was mortified. Sure. Um, there is something very embarrassing about having a war. And then because I was in dance, it was like every single time I went to dance, I would basically be like, well, I have to actually wear um, ballet oh. shoes this whole time because because I didn't want to infect anyone else. It's probably where I got it from some other gross person with their... Hold on. Okay. The toasting? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Wow. Are right. you doing yours... Are you doing like one at a time? Is that what's happening? Or you're just not toasting one side? Well, I realized that I wanted to give Harry... Do you want to open face or no? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. So we're both doing open face. Do you want multiple? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 I'm good. Because I cut bread for Harry. Whatever. Who cares what I'm doing? Who cares about Harry? I do. There's also this beautiful piece of cheddar. Yes, exactly. So that was another option. This is the part Should we I'm open the cheddar? most excited about. Open yeah. the cheddar. 
Because I'm like, wow, I may not go mayonnaise. I may go butter. She's wild. But I'm tempted to just experience the mayonnaise, just the mayonnaise and, um... Okay, this is some cloth-bound cheddar. What are you... Wow, can you believe they just wrap it in cloth? Who thought of that? Montgomery's cheddar. It's English. I wanted to get something from closer to home, but the New York cheddar tasted kind of grody. Ew. So I didn't. It looks gorge. I'm like, okay, I think I might do cheddar as a side. Yep. And just mayo as my base. Okay. In we go. It's Hellman's, guys. Obviously, it's Hellman's. Hellman's is the superior mayonnaise in almost all cases. Um, usually, I love my QB, as you know. That's a good sound. Very good um, but I think QP is too much on a tomato sandwich. Because of what? It's too sweet? Mm, I don't know. It's just like, it's not the flavor I want. It's too much flavor, maybe? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You want just like a hint of sweetness, a hint of vinegar. Yeah. Ari and I have, um... Have so much on. Very different levels of mayonnaise, as you guys know. Mayonnaise is not my favorite thing. Okay, wait, all right. What am I gonna... Should I try the cream of tartar trick? Um, yeah. Okay. Do you pre-salt your tomatoes? No. No, I was going to put it on then and then salt. salt. Okay. And I'm going to go for one of each tomato. So I went for a holy one with the Wow, look at rills. how beautiful that is. So gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Then here, will you put a, shove your face in here so your phone unlocks? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Hold on. Salt. Here's Salt. Here's pepper. Wow, that's a perfect. Cute guy. Cute guy, and I'm not talking about, I don't even know. Okay, I'm gonna cut this to make a perfect Ooh, extra. All right, I'm gonna try the cream of tartar, cause sort of, why not? Maybe it like soaks in or something. Yeah, here. This, look at this, very kind of modernness. Yes. It's true, it's like a hat. Oh, I love it. Gorgeous. I'm a food artist. <laughs> God, do you think it would be interesting or absolutely hellish to be a, um, what are those like, like food decorators? Not decorators. I think I know someone who is one. Really? Yeah. Okay, pepper. Now, what are your thoughts on sugar on the tomatoes? Um, I've never done that. I haven't either, but a lot of people are like, oh my god, I made a cucumber salad last weekend with a little bit of sugar and just sugar and salt on that. So good. Mm. Wow, well, mine's ready, and it looks like a masterpiece. Now let's see how it tastes. Mm. Perfect. Okay, here I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've arrived. It's just as expected. But just like the best version of it. It's mm -hmm. my I made a tomato sandwich not three days ago and it wasn't this good. The tomatoes weren't ready yet. I know. It's it's so crazy. Because then suddenly they're ready and they're like bursting, literally bursting at the seams. Mm. Oh my god. Well Okay, I'm gonna try a little bit of sugar. I'm just gonna see what happens. Because this is a fact-finding mission. Mm. This is research. Okay. All right. I'm going to put the tiniest bit on one corner of my sandwich and just relax. If you guys have any ideas about, like, live shows that you would like to see from us, let us know. Yeah. 
Also, please go back. We encourage you. We have such a massive backlog of episodes. We've had so many incredible guests. Crazy I think we guests. need to, I know, I've said this before, but I think we need to just like start re-releasing them. But I don't know if we need to re-release. Can't people just actually go back? Yeah, but you know how it is. The scroll. People hate oh a scroll. God, it's true. The endless scroll. I mean, we have Dory Greenspan, Andrew, Andy Garabani. Oh my God. Andy Baragani. Mm-hmm. Um, we had so many fun guests on. It's true. All right. I'm cutting a piece of cheddar. I mean, don't I was reach. about to, well, I was also about to, um, you know, what's the word? Do the worst thing to cheese that can be done? What's, you know, know. the sin, the ultimate sin against the cheese, which is to cut off the nose. Oh, yeah. Who was it? Was it Dory? When we we did a little thing about talking about cheese and Mm -hmm. properly cutting cheese. That was Dory, right? It was, exactly. Okay, you want to come over here? (laughs) Yes. Sorry. My kitchen's not very big. It is. You think? But it's actually not. There's just, like, nowhere to cut stuff. There's never enough counter space. Yeah, I know. All right, I'm going to take... That nice piece of cheddar. Okay, I'll take this one. Wonderful. Yum. Wow. It's probably, mm. yeah, it's like proper. Um, wow. Good cheddar, right? I know that's exactly what happened to me when I tried it in the cheese store. I don't know if you would want a cheddar this high quality in that New York Times recipe, you know? Mm-mm. It's too, too much, too complex. Mm-hmm. This is a fine wine. Mmm. Neil's Yard, very good. Very Sorry, salty. Guys, I'm eating with my mouth open because I'm, I mean, I'm talking with my mouth full, not eating with my mouth open. Mm. Wow. Okay. What are some other greatest hits? I mean, we've done recipes, we've done interviews, we've been stupid, we've been deep, we've been given many cookbooks that we should probably cook through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that with that cookbook that I mentioned last week on vegetables, that mm-hmm. Elizabeth David cookbook. Like, oh, that would actually be... But the, the thing that's hard about cooking through a cookbook is seasonality. Great point. And budget. And just, like, neglecting everything else in your fridge. You have to buy new ingredients Also neglecting everything else in your life because you're like, sorry, guys. You're Amy <laughs> Adams yeah. and Julia yeah. and Julia. Mm-hmm. Harry and I always make fun <clears throat> of what's-his-name eating in that movie. Who? Stanley mm. Tucci? Mm-mm. Is he in that? Yeah, he's the husband. Mm. Um, no. Her husband. Amy Adams' husband. What's Who his name? The hot guy. Chris Abbott. No, Chris... But he's like Mel- that. Melina. Messina. Oh, yeah. Messina. Messina. Chris Messina in every single scene is just like, oh, oh, no. Oh, Ew. I'm so good. It's a very, like... The director's like, more, more. Exactly. Yeah. The clown yes. eating. Full clown eating. Show us how much you are enjoying it. Yeah, Jesus. Like shooting a commercial. Never done it. Have you ever been in a commercial? No, when I was a kid, I used to do commercials. Wow. For what? The big one I did was for Chuck E. Cheese. Whoa. (laughs) They give you free entry for life? Nope. They give you free entry at all? No, I don't think they did. They just gave me money, which, you know, was great. Uh, but I had to eat a piece of pizza in it, and I remember mm-hmm. it was like I probably ate oh, two whole pizza, pizzas worth. Really? I, they put a trash can so I could spit it out, but it was like 
Oh How hard is this? We need access to that commercial. Do you have it? It's really hard to find. There were so many Chuck E. Cheese commercials. Mm. I like was able to find a cut of it once, but it was, you know, I don't want to reveal my age, but um, very pre-internet. Right, <laughs> you know, right. a time when, like, things were not kept, mm-hmm. you know? Right, unless someone magically had, had, had taped their favorite show and right. that one had aired during their... right. <laughs> Somebody has a VHS of like episode five of Seinfeld or whatever. Yeah. Um, I have to say with the cheddar, it's quite extraordinary. Wow. Wow. Mm. I'm sorry to Harry that we're eating. You know what I keep saying we have to do? Mm. What? Did we talk about Queen's Night Market? No. no. Oh my, oh my God. God, guys, we have to talk about, we have to talk Broken about promises. Truly. Well, that's, I think that's the theme of our podcast. <laughs> Wait, sorry, what were we going to say? And then we'll get into Q&M. Um, no, I was going to say we should take a road trip and visit all of these amazing people that we interviewed, especially during the pandemic, when we never got to actually meet in person. Yeah. It'd be fun. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. I would love to do a road trip show. I think the problem is just like you really do need... A good camera. Yeah. Or you just need someone who's holding the camera all the time. Isn't that what husbands are for? Yeah. It is. Boyfriends of Instagram. Okay. Queen's Night Market. We went last week. Harry and I had a truly terrible journey getting out there where we were on a train. We were two stops away on the seven train. The train stops in the station. We're in the station. We're looking out at the station. Doors won't open. Time goes by. Doors still won't open. Time keeps going by. They come on the thing. This train is being, um, like, retired. Huh. The doors will open. Doors don't open. So we're just sitting there. Clearly, they're unable to open the doors. I mean, thank God it didn't start, like, filling with smoke. And I'm surprised that nobody started having a panic attack. Because when you sort of realize, like, (laughs) oh, I don't know how long we could actually be sitting here for. Yeah. That's a little worrisome. At least we were above ground. Anyway, eventually one door in the whole train opens. So we all run through that. Then Harry and I were like, okay, clearly something's going on with the 7 train. Maybe we should try taking an Uber. Total disaster. Whatever. Anyway, point is, we get there around 6. I think when we got there, actually, the lines were not that bad. Mm -hmm. So first thing Harry and I had got were um, Burmese, a very good Burmese noodle. Dumpling. And exactly, the Afghan momos. Mm -hmm. I think they're called momos. I could be wrong. Um, Please don't hate me if I'm wrong. But... Got those two things, which were very good. I actually kind of think those might have been the best things that we got the whole night. What else did you? What else did we get? Um, we got. I really liked that. Was it uh, like it wasn't an empanada? It was a arepa. Mm-hmm. Uh, the arepa sampler plate was amazing. But then whatever Chris got at mm-hmm. the end was really good. It was like it was like a corn cake. It was like a corn cake with a lot of cheese. Mm-hmm. That was really got good. Got some Jamaican jerk chicken, which was good. Yeah. Everything was delightful. Oh, it's true. We got this, a really good Sierra Leonean um, okra stew over mm-hmm. rice, over hibiscus rice. Mm-hmm. That was delicious. Actually, no, it's true. Everything tasted really good. It was just the lines became sort of like, suddenly you feel like you're waiting for a food trend. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that was what made me a little like, oh, I don't want to be like... Yes, this idea of a, the food trend, the I need know. to wait. I know, but I think that part of that, like the the kind of off puttingness of that, is so specific to like 
our, our culture that we are part of, mm-hmm. which is like one of privilege and one, you know, where of just like having access to, a, you know, living in New York City and being somewhere where like there are food markets, food courts of a really high caliber everywhere that to be kind of like over a food trend becomes its own thing. Mm-hmm. But it, but at the end of the day, like you're giving your money to a small business usually totally. and they're making really good food. And it's not like... Oh, no, uh, I'm very pro all of that. I'm yes. very pro how many people go. I just, at the end, started to feel like, oh, this feels like the waiting for, like, a matcha soft serve place mm-hmm, just mm-hmm, opened. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt more trendy than, obviously, what it actually is or, like, how right. it started. Right. I agree. But I, I feel like it's that's just a feeling that we have about it. Yeah. As self-conscious mm-hmm. people. But it's like, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the food is good. Mm-hmm. I would say the totally. waiting in the line stuff sucks when you're going with a group because then it's like you can't, you all kind of have to go away, pick up the food, come back. But we managed quite well. Mm-hmm. And we got a seat at a table. Uh, if you guys are planning on going, get try and get a table. The turnover was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Or bring a picnic blanket. We didn't, yeah. we failed on that. If we had known about the picnic blanket thing, we just would have brought one and that would have eased tensions yeah but it was it was great I'm really glad for that mm-hmm. I mean I do think about that Burmese noodle salad mm-hmm. so fun good and I think it would be a really fun place to go if you had kids there were, there's live music and a little dance floor and all these kids were dancing and having so much fun it was like a really beautiful New York night um, and it seems like you had a real true New York experience trying to get there mm-hmm. for sure yeah well, I just finished my tomato sandwich. That was so good. Yeah, it was so good. Probably have to make another one. Mm-hmm. I think I might. Well, Sorry, Harry. I feel like let's make another tomato sandwich and end, end with a high point and great sign off. Well, let's just sign off now. That's we what I'm saying. Make Sorry, sure. I said yeah. on the other. The wrong. <laughs> you and I will go make another tomato sandwich yes. and let these people live their lives. Guys, go live your lives. Don't be strangers. Stay in touch. Thank you. If you've been a listener since the very beginning, can't begin to thank you enough. But angels. What do they like to say? This isn't goodbye. It's just see you later. That's right. Are you in a musical? Um, no, but I am like, how do we keep our... the the? Maybe this will also give us more bandwidth to keep the Instagram alive. Yes. Doing fun stuff on there. I think so. Are we content creators or are we content creators? <laughs> We're both. Right, we are. We are indeed both. Love you guys. See you on the flip side. Go eat some uh, fresh summer tomatoes, and uh, we'll talk soon. We love you. Mwah.